This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D I E T Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Okay, so we're here at the uh, at the flagship REI store yeah. in downtown Seattle. It's a Thursday morning at like 10 a.m. Uh-huh. This is the emptiest I've ever seen it in here. Yep, it's uh, it's July 11th, and uh, we're, we're going to head out into the wilderness, and if you don't hear from us again, come find us, I guess. Yeah, we're here in front of actually a huge display of backpacking food, freeze-dried food. Wait, Matthew, did you not notice? No, I no, I noticed that, but, but um, I, got, uh, I got distracted by hot sauce. I don't feel great about that Yeah, one. me neither. Yeah, okay. Okay. So Matthew, here. So brands that I have had before are Mountain House. Okay. Wait just a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mountain House. Come on this over. This is all Mountain House. This is breakfast in yellow. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love having my meals color coded. And other meals. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Here are some other meals I've had. This good to go brand, the Thai curry. So these, so these ones are like like pouches with like liquid inside, not just no. no? Okay. This is a, so pick, all it, pick it up. It's all freeze dried. Okay. Just pour water in there. Oh, I see. Because so because if it was wet, it would be too heavy. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, and then also this other brand, uh, Backpackers Pantry, which is supposed to be pretty good. But anyway, the good to go is proudly made in Maine, which is where I want all my vegetable korma to be made. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, they have New England corn chowder. Great. Anyway, I've only had the Thai curry here. <laughs> it says all good dehydrated gourmet, and now I'm imagining a cooking show called The Dehydrated Gourmet. <laughs> it was just very thirsty. Okay, wait, come over here. Let's okay. look at the, at the Mountain yeah, yeah. House ones. As you can see, they come in like 2.5 servings, 3 servings, 2 servings. Okay. And so... I'm just here to report that, like, so here's the thing that we found surprising, and I'll talk about this a little bit more. Is that, like, this stuff was lower in calories than I would have thought. And so we okay. were like really hungry. Interesting. Still after eating this food. Now, to be to be fair, however, <laughs> we were lying about going backpacking. We're planning to just eat this in my apartment at like ten thirty AM. So I'm not I'm not really that concerned about like carbo or protein loading. <laughs> but think about if you were backpacking. Yeah, right. Okay. So here is the Mountain House Chili Mac with beef, mm-hmm. which I've eaten before. And I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. I want us to try some new things, but I also want you to get to try this because I think it's okay. pretty tasty. Let's get it. But look at this, Matthew. Okay. So 2.5 servings. 
230 calories per serving. Yeah, that's not that's not a backpacking food. serving size. What is yeah. the deal with this? So anyway, um, I would like us to eat this because it's actually pretty tasty. Okay, let's get it. Ooh, down on the bottom, there's like big tubs of food. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. Okay, um, and then can I pick pick a couple things just based on like what sounds good? Should we try anything? So like I feel kind of scared. I don't want the powdered eggs. eggs. Yeah. So oh Matthew, look at oh, this. Oh boy, Ova easy. Egg crystals. Uh, I don't like that. I don't feel good about that. I'm sure I've probably eaten lots of like reconstituted eggs in my life though, right? At like like on dumb hotel bu buffets and stuff. I don't know. I feel like a hotel buffets probably using fresh eggs. Maybe, maybe like a cafeteria. If we were gonna get a breakfast thing, I'd rather go with something like biscuits and gravy. Or like, okay. I think, I, I think feel like the more out by this, and I think that's a good sign. Right, the more unlikely it seems that it could be successfully free. Two servings, biscuits and gravy. Perfect. Yeah, this was one I really had questions about. Okay, so let's um, do that. I want to look at this stuff on the end. Okay, and then there's also the, the good to go brand. Oh, this is uh, dessert oh, creme brulee. No torch required, just add cold water. That sounds what? like classic creme brulee. <laughs> cold water? Okay, I, I want to try the creme brulee. Or ooh, mango sticky rice. I want to try mango sticky rice. What, but the creme brulee that you just had wa cold water. These sound, I mean, these sound like my kinds of dishes. Chicken piccata with tagliatelle pasta. Mm -hmm. Beef pho. Interesting. God, but two, only 250 calories per serving. What do they think we're doing? Ooh, how about Chiang Mai coconut curry with beef? Okay, let's, let's do try that. that. Let's do that. All right, so uh, so let's head back to the studio and reconstitute. <laughs> I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Wait, let me take it again. The show where we reconstitute something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. <laughs> Today, we're eating backpacking food. Yes, which is also the subject of today's episode. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you may not want any, actually. We are having, so we're talking about backpacking today, but this is not, like, we are not experts. I've gone backpacking exactly once. Mm -hmm. um, that's exactly one more time than I have. <laughs> but uh, but I have eaten some of that, like, freeze-dried food that you buy in those, like, foil packets. Uh, I've eaten it out in the wilderness after I've been hiking with a real heavy pack on my back, and I'm here to report back. I vaguely knew that this stuff existed. Well, I'm, so, I'm your resident I, no, expert. I was excited when Molly was like, we're going to go to REI and we're going to uh, we're going to pick out some food from the from the freeze dried food wall. I'm like, OK, let's do it. It's a big wall. Of it's freeze yeah. dried food. It's double sided. In fact, <laughs> it's a double sided wall. You, you <laughs> like pull out a certain book and the wall spins around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Well, let, let's go down memory lane, Matthew. All right. Never, never been backpacking. No current plans to do so. I mean, I've been camping, but this is different from camping. It's very different. This is this is stuff for when you are on the move. You need to travel light. I'm, I'm pretending I know what I'm talking about, and uh, you know you're not carrying a lot of utensils or or bowls or anything and, with and you. And seriously, every ounce counts. Right. Like, here's my memory line. Okay. So in Washington State, uh, people who are into the outdoors get very excited when you say the phrase "the enchantments." 
Oh, because you're about to do some magic. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a um, it is a a designated place in Northwest Washington, and it is so pristine and so carefully. Pr- I mean, it, it is until you get there. That you have to enter a lottery right. to be able to enter. I remember you talking about this. And there are different zones in the enchantments. The one that is kind of the most famous and the most difficult is Asgard Pass, which oh, that um, sounds like Nordic, right? Doesn't it sound like you're you're hiking to the Eye of Sauron or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, but isn't Asgard part of like the uh, like the mythical land of like Norse myth? I think so. Anyway, we so we entered the lottery for what are called like the the outer zone of the enchantments. Mm. So I feel like that when you say the outer zone of the enchantments, I, I am imagining this is like a <laughs> like a you know first base, second base like makeout <laughs> metaphor. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm going to let you in the outer zone of the enchantments, but like the <laughs> not, inner not zone, in I'm the just not zone. ready. Uh, you are not going to Asgard Pass. <laughs> um, anyway, so we entered. Uh, we 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 actually so. People enter this lottery year after year after year to try to get into the enchantment. Oh, it's like trying out for Jeopardy. And we amazingly got in our first year. We got in for this zone called the zone was Caroline or Lake Caroline and also Eight Mile Lake. Okay. And Eight Mile Lake was like three miles from the trailhead, and mm, then another. F- I'm not. The math is adding up here. Sorry. And, and then, and then <laughs> another five miles beyond that was Lake Caroline. Oh, and wait, wait, wait a minute. We, I know, wait, you'd wait, think wait, that stop. would be 8-mile Lake, right? right? Okay, yeah. Anyway, so we were going to camp at Lake Caroline, uh-huh. but Ash and I, so this was our first backpacking trip, and we had borrowed some packs from some friends of Ash's who are, you know, avid backpackers. Well, we didn't know that we needed to, like, have these packs properly fitted to us. Oh. And the packs were actually, like, the, the two women we borrowed them from, they're both like just taller people than we are. Mm-hmm. And so the packs, like they were poorly fitted to us. They were too big for us. Ash and I were in agony. And so we, oh. o- we only made it like the three miles into it. It's, I know this sounds pitiful. Like you win this lottery. You think you're going to go in. You're going to see these amazing things. You're going to hike eight miles to your campsite. No big deal. No, we only made it three miles. This is exactly what I think <laughs> backpacking is like. Like it, something, if something goes slightly wrong, it ruins your day and or you die. Well, and I remember, so we were, you know, you have to take like water filters with you and mm-hmm. stuff because, you know, you're going to be drinking out of the lake and you need to be able to filter the water and or drinking out of a stream. So anyway, we had borrowed, we have this next door neighbor who is also very outdoorsy and he loaned us this like collapsible water bucket mm-hmm. so that you can scoop water out of the lake and then filter it through this, um, this filter system. Anyway, and I remember him offering us two different filters and being like, this one is eight ounces, this one is five ounces. And he's not talking about the capacity he's talking about the weight and I was like oh we'll take the eight ounce one like not understanding Uh. that every ounce was going to count once we were out there we were idiots absolute idiots anyway so here's the deal the one thing that we did do right was we we actually took some pretty great backpacking food okay granted we were only out for three nights I have to say that eating was not a particularly pleasant experience because the mosquitoes would come out. So we were eating with mosquito head nets on and like, like, like I wish scoop, I wish the listeners could see my face, like holding the bag of food, like underneath the mosquito head net. I mean, it was guys, it was kind of a nightmarish but trip. It's, but, but it seems like this is something you want to do again. I don't think I need to backpack again okay. right away. No, I love car camping, but I think, okay. I, I think that I need to wait until, 
you know, Matthew, I need I need to make more money before I can go backpacking again so I can buy all that expensive, lightweight gear. Yes. But okay. so here's the deal. Like, so before we went, I did a, I did a lot of reading online, reviews of different freeze-dried foods, because there, yes, are, there are a sure. number of different companies that make these things. Like prominent, the prominent companies are like Mountain House, Backpackers Pantry, um, Good To Go. And people out there, you can find lots of opinions about which packs of food are the best. So um, I bought ones that were supposed to be good. And then we also got some tips from from some friends in terms of like other lightweight foods that we could bring. And I'll there talk are about so those many foods to choose from. We could just like pivot the podcast to be only about backpacking food for like the next six years. I kind of think that that that, that exists. It probably does. Yeah. So there's I, probably some people who would be better at that than we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, so when you're going backpacking, it, you know, you want your food to be lightweight. So most of this stuff is like add boiling water, stir, or like mm-hmm. add boiling water, zip the pouch closed, let it sit for five minutes okay. and then come back and eat straight out of the pouch. Um, do you get the boiling water from like a natural hot spring? <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, That'd be we, pretty cool, right? We had this little like um, MSR fuel canister that you mounted like this like little prong thing on top of, and then you you would just boil your water like in a little collapsible pot that we rested on the prong. Okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not visualizing this prong thing. It sounds like a medieval <laughs> I wanna, torture device. I want our listeners to 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 uh, um, send us drawings of what they think I just described. Although I think a number <laughs> of our listeners are going to know what I'm talking about. There's a band called Prong, I think, and I don't know what they sound like, but I bet they sound exactly like a band called Prong with sound. I feel like I, I maybe confuse them with Tool. Yeah, Tool, I, tool I'm familiar with, but I think yeah. Prong is, is a little more prongy. <laughs> Like it's, it's tool is pretty versatile. Like there's a lot of different kinds of tools, but not all of them are prongs. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the food that we took with us to the uh, to the enchantments, we took Thai curry made by Good to Go, which mm-hmm. we're not going to be tasting oh. today. I was about and to try and find it, but then I realized I you were talking you, about something else. We were both stunned by how spicy it was, and I really like spicy food. But it was really spicy. Do you think maybe like things get less, taste less spicy at higher altitudes and you weren't at a high enough altitude? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we'd hiked all the way up to Lake Caroline, I'm sure we would have been yeah. fine. We also bought at the the suggestion of a friend of Ash's, we bought a Mountain House brand Chili Mac. And which Mountain, we do have today. And Mountain House brand Lasagna, which let me which tell you. Which we don't have today. It looks nothing like lasagna. Yeah. I um, sometimes make skillet lasagna, which is just a mess. Yeah. It's just like a pie, like a tasty pile of sludge. Yeah. Ash's friend also recommended, I can't remember whether it was Mountain House or Backpacker's Pantry, um, the granola, which comes with like dried milk mm-hmm. and freeze dried berries. But I kind of felt like, I don't know, we're going to be tasting a couple of like freeze dried desserts here. But I feel like in general, if you're going backpacking, I don't know, like just take a bar of chocolate. That was what we did. We just ate chocolate. For I mean, or dessert. just a sack of granola. Or, or yeah, I mean, a sack of granola right. for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about other foods in a minute. Maybe okay. as we're tasting, I'll tell you tell you more about like my vast knowledge from my extremely successful backpacking trip. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like nothing nothing went wrong. Nothing at all. No. <laughs> like, what's the point of backpacking? Oh, I wondered that my first it, night out there. I mean, like, like this is this is an honest question. Like, is it, I mean, I guess it's some combination of like, see some beautiful nature, you know, have a challenging experience that you, that you come back in one piece from possibly with some bites. You get to see some things that you get to see like 
places that are that are otherwise inaccessible mm-hmm. if you were going just for one day. I mean, there's only so far you can hike in a single day. Sure. Right? Yeah, for me, like, you know, 85 miles tops, I would say. <laughs> you know, there are people who do Asgard Pass just on a, on a day basis. Oh, people like Thor, Loki. <laughs> yeah. So I should also specify, you don't need, uh, like, to enter the lottery just to go hike in the enchantments, but just to as, camp there, okay. you do. But a lot of these places, y- you you can't get to unless you're hiking for a while, and so you, you're going to need to probably sleep out there. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know, you know, maybe you just get a thrill out of survivalism. Sure. You and a whole bunch of Silicon Valley billionaires who are building <laughs> their it, bunkers. Is that who you brought with you? Yeah. Yeah. No, but did you, have you, you've read articles about how they're all like building bunkers to survive yeah, the apocalypse. Sure. I wonder if their bunkers are filled with backpacking food. Probably. I mean, I think well, when we were at REI, we saw they also had like tubs full of lots of food. And maybe that's what you I get would for put your that bunker. In my bunker. Yeah. Anyway, no, uh, we did it because I've always wanted to go to the enchantments. Now I think I understand that uh, Asgard Pass is probably the real deal, but I would have had to like train for it. We wanted to go someplace beautiful. Uh, we wanted to just get uh, absolutely eaten the shit out of by mosquitoes. Do you feel like you tested your limits? I definitely tested uh-huh. my limits. We also got high out there, which was pretty fun. <laughs> I we, was going to ask my next question some... was going to be like, did you come out of this with a new understanding of what it means to be human? But now I know the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. No, we took some weed <laughs> chocolate. We were with three friends mm-hmm. and it turned Their out. Their names were uh, Jeff, who's <laughs> uh, some other, Elon and give me uh, Mark. What are you talking about? These are Silicon Valley billionaires. Oh, okay. Sorry. I love Elon. <laughs> it was the Elon that gave it away. Yeah, he brought a whole bunch of Tesla branded, like lightweight gear, mm-hmm. and we were super jealous and of him. And he brought Grimes. That's probably not still a thing. I don't know what that is. Grimes is a, is a musician that he was dating at one time. Oh, cool. Anyway. Maybe still is. So we had some weed chocolate out there, and I had never done edibles before. Oh, so you decided to do it in the wilderness. Yeah, well, so I'd only, I only had a little bit. I mean, I was smart enough to know to not, like, really press my luck. But it was so delightful the first day that we did it. I, I, was, I was sitting in, like, one of those collapsible camping chairs facing this alpine lake, and I felt so pleasantly flat. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt flattened. It was delightful. And so the next night we decided to do it again. And Ash was off doing a short hike with their friend Dina. And so I was sitting there with our friends Riley and Chris and we all took some weed chocolate. And Dina and Ash came back and we're like, we ran into some some other hikers on the trail and they said there's a big thunderstorm coming. Oh. Should we should we pack up and get out? It was our last night. And we agreed that none of us wanted to pack up wet gear the next morning. So it was like 6 p.m. It was going to be dark by 9. We had to hike out. We had to pack up all of our stuff and hike out, and we were high. Nice. And... That that was definitely it was a it was a great story. I mean, I've never I've never hiked with forty pounds on my back while high. <laughs> it, it was a great story. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I mean, I feel like that that's like like what you just said is like part and parcel of like like backpacking is about like putting putting unnecessary obstacles in your way. <laughs> yes, exactly. When life <laughs> gets too easy, them. when yeah. life gets too easy, just and I, I can understand that. Buy There's some probably some food. other arena in which I do that to myself. Do I don't you know. do it in um, 
Well, I mean, I like, like, you know, sometimes I try a new recipe. Sometimes instead of renting the electric Lime bike, you rent the regular Lime bike. Sometimes, although there aren't many of those left. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else do you do, Matthew? What do you do for, to, for adrenaline, for thrills? Oh, for like, for heart, heart pounding thrills? Yeah. Do you go to Panama City Beach, Florida? Uh-huh. And, uh, so, uh, well, like, I, I like to go to the park and see how the ducklings are coming along. <laughs> Um, I like to I like to explore the the outer enchantments, but not the wilderness. Kind. <laughs> Lori's outer enchantments. Um, yeah. What about her inner enchantments? <laughs> Do you want me to stop now? Uh, I'd give anything. Can we reconstitute some food now? Yes. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances, like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. <laughs> uh-huh, so like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, so like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, so Matthew, what are uh, wait? What are we starting with here, and what does it say to do? Okay, so I put some water on to boil, and I'm opening up the biscuits and gravy. Okay, is this Mountain House? It's Mountain House, and the chili mac with beef. Both Mountain House. Okay, I am real nervous about that biscuits and gravy. Oh, Matthew, out. you are fired. Matthew tore no, the pouch. No, it's, it's fine. Okay, I didn't. I didn't tear into it. So too bad. we also. I'm have... taking out the oxygen remover. A.K.A. the silica gel packet. Okay. Oh, Matthew, the directions here are set for 5,000 feet. <laughs> what about the directions on yours? Um, are yours for altitude? No, I don't think Rehydration so. Rehydration time doubles every 50,000 Every 50,000 feet. <laughs> yeah, when I hike up to 50,000 feet, like, <laughs> it takes a long time to reconstitute anything because I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so one says for thicker gravy, use one and a half cups boiling water. Do we want thicker gravy or thinner gravy? Oh, God. 
but uh, thicker gravy. Yeah, I agree. Like, let's say thicker gravy a bunch more times. It'll get more appetizing. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, this is the Backpacker's Pantry Chiang Mai Coconut Curry with Beef. So this is the one that the, the directions are set for 5,000 feet. But it, okay. something that puzzles me is that it says to add like one and three quarter cups or one and a half cups of boiling water, but there doesn't seem to be any way to measure it using just the packet. No. So are they expecting you to bring well, a I think, Pyrex measuring cup? No. A lot of people are going to be using something called like a jet boil, which is a, you know, a, like a canister that sits on top, like Wow, that boiling water in the background sounds really ominous. <laughs> anyway, um, most of the things that you might be boiling water in 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 the back country, uh-huh. um, they you can probably guesstimate mm-hmm. the outback, the the um, volume. Okay. We had these pots um, that were like collapsible silicone, which I have to say they were very lightweight, but I don't recommend them because. So we were also dealing with a lot of chipmunks in the enchantments. <laughs> there were like a lot of chipmunks, and we would be sitting out there like. How just, many is a lot? They were constant. I mean, we were like under siege. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, one of them climbed into Chris's backpack, which was like five feet away from where he was sitting. I don't know if I've ever seen a chipmunk. Oh, they look just like you think they will. But here's like the thing. Like a striped squirrel. They, they're like rats. They will eat through anything. And so we had some instant oatmeal one morning, and then Ash did their best to clean this, like, you know, funky collapsible silicone pot we had. Well, there must have been a tiny residue of oatmeal in, like, one of the folds because that afternoon while we were out hiking, chipmunks chewed through our silicone pot. Yes, one time when Iris was little. Did she chew through a silicone pot? No. We went to the park and uh, squirrels ate through this nice tote bag and like ate all our food. <laughs> what is the deal? Like with e- eating through things that are not supposed to be eaten, animals? Well, I mean, yeah, we should talk to the squirrels about that and yeah. the chipmunks. We should get, I mean, the squirrels and the chipmunks, I don't know if we get, if they really get along. So we may need to like meet with them separately. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. Why can't we all? Why can't we all come together as humans and rodents? Well, we were keeping all of our food tied up in trees. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, you have to keep it tied up off. I mean, the ground. I know that is like a punchline, but I didn't know it was a real thing. Ash and I did not have what's called like a bear bag. Oh, okay. But our friends did, and we had just like a normal sort of like nylon bag. But we, yeah, we tied it up in a tree. But is that really going to deter bears? If it's high enough off the ground, they can't get to it. Oh, so you're talking like like 15 feet in a tree because bears are tall. Are well, you know, actually, maybe we, maybe because nobody had seen any bears around there for a while, maybe we didn't worry so much about the bears. Okay. We were real worried about the Cause, chipmunks because chipmunks can climb trees, but then they can't climb down like a oh, okay. thin. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know, but it they didn't basically get to our made food. a pinata of your food. We made a pinata of okay. our food. So it was hanging from a branch and also like dangling. So even if they went out on the branch, they would then have to shimmy down a thin cord to get to the bag of food. So I thought we were safe, but yeah, I mean, they ate through anything that even had a residue of food on it. Yeah. And also, like, one of the lessons you should have learned from your backpacking experience is no one is ever safe. That's correct. Right? Okay. So water is going to be. Uh, up to a boil in just a minute, and okay. I've got the I got the Pyrex here. Uh, it weighs about a pound, just like you would bring along backpacking. <laughs> oh wow! Holy cow, Matthew, take a look at this Chiang Mai coconut curry with beef. It's got a lot of zucchini in it. 
Yeah, and broccoli. I feel pretty good about this. Yeah. Smell it. Like, Smell it. Yeah, it smells good. So one something I learned recently is um, someone brought me as a gift a bunch of packs of uh, freeze-dried miso soup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how good can this be? And then I reconstituted one. I love saying reconstitute. That was grilled eggplant flavor. And it had like chunks of grilled eggplant in it that were delicious. Like it was, it, it tasted grilled and it had texture. And so, so I guess, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. All right, here we go. Oh god, I'm I'm pretty freaked out by the the um the biscuits and gravy. Like just looking at it, it just looks like a whole bunch of like powder with some croutons. Okay, so Matthew, this one is supposed to have one. In- oh my god, Matthew's just knocking everything on the ground. It's this a disaster. Backpacking is hard. Backpacking is really hard in an apartment. Okay, we're gonna add one and a half cups to the biscuits and gravy. Can you pour. Oh, God. You want me to pour boiling water right into your lap? Yes. Is this one and a half cups? Yep. Okay, Matthew. So we need to stir carefully and then close the zipper. Okay, why don't you grab a spoon? This seems much more, I gotta say, it's much more treacherous doing this inside than it seemed outside. Because there I was just like, you know, I put the pouch down on a rock. I poured some water. And probably you had uh, somewhat less expensive recording equipment. Yeah. Okay. So hold on. Close the zipper. Let's stand for eight to nine minutes. You want me to set a timer? Yeah. I didn't know it was going to take so long. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, you know, there are other foods that will satisfy your hunger more quickly when you've just finished your hike. So you, you should maybe like eat a gel or something. Yeah. We're going to do a gel episode while you wait for your biscuits and gravy. We're going to do an episode where we eat silica gel packets and see what happens. Okay, so the biscuits and gravy is currently reconstituting. How much water on the Chili Mac? For the Chili Mac, you're going to add two cups, and then you're going to stir carefully, and we're also going to let that go eight to nine minutes. Okay. Oh, God, Matthew. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need a different spoon. Don't use the biscuits and gravy. I won't use that. Okay. Give it a good stir. Yeah, I'm worried about getting a chunk of unreconstituted powder, but it'll be okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to zip this up. Okay. Do you have enough water to do the Chiang Mai? I co- think so. Well, oh, my depend- God. This has to sit for 15. The chili, the coconut curry has to sit for 15, 15 to 20 minutes. minutes. God, what are we going to do? Let's look out at the lake and get high. Okay. Matthew, where's your collapsible camping chair? Uh, any chair is collapsible if you if you try hard <laughs> enough. Um, what, what else should we do? Should we, um, I don't know, do you want to sing any songs while we wait? Yeah, do you know any camp songs? Wait, can you sing? Are there special backpacking songs? I don't think so. Let's see. I know some some songs I learned at at camp um, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Today, while the blossoms still cling to the vine, I'll taste your strawberries. I'll drink. That sounds your very sexual. Wine. Yep. A million tomorrows shall all. Pass away. This is not a camp song I've never heard before. Forget all the joys that are mine. Okay, I'm setting a timer for 15 minutes. Wow. So we. I'm sorry, my voice is awful. You know this. We've had some listeners write in like a pre-recorded audio audio medium. We could like just cut here and rejoin the show like once this stuff is ready to eat. Let's do that. I I think that's cheating. Like. We're here. We're here to like I don't challenge. Want to sit here and vamp for fifteen minutes. But 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 the whole point of I backpacking and podcasting singing. 
is to is to like challenge you know expand your boundaries both both physical and and emotional <laughs> and <laughs> like to like to do things you wouldn't ordinarily do and see if it it changes your perspective on life okay and like a thing we wouldn't ordinarily do is sit next to some reconstituting pouches <laughs> <laughs> okay, and do you know is, do you know any songs from camp? This is less interesting than watching paint dry because it's like watching paint dry well, in a sack. You can't even see anything. You can't even happening. see the paint. Hold on, what if we you know, so I went to this camp that was vaguely Christian. Was this the one with the hair washing? Yeah, this okay. is Geneva Glen camp. Anyway, in Colorado. And we had to sing Grace before each meal. Oh, and there were wow. many different ways of singing Grace. And as a kid I thought this was fun because we just got to sing. Um, anyway, what about like uh, the Johnny Appleseed one? Oh, the Lord is good to, to me. me. And, and so, so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need, the sun and the rain and the apple tree. The Lord is good. Abby's going to cut that. Yeah. Barges. Do you know barges? No. Uh, me neither. There's something about the birds. The, the oh, sun um, comes up. The bird. Oh, is that where you get? To, we used to get to climb up and stomp on the benches of the table. That might have been it. When like little birds were like. I never really went to camp. I went one. I mean, I went to rock camp. We've talked about this. Did Iris learn any songs at camp? That, oh yes, many. Uh, do you know any of the songs that they learned? No. Um, oh, I remember songs. I know songs from Tilth Camp. When Iris was little, they went to uh, uh, Seattle Tilth Garden Camp. Okay. And learned uh, some songs that that were written by and for Tilth Camp. Cool, um, sing one. Like, um, I am an insect in this life, and this is what I look like: two antennae, compound eyes, one, two, three, four, five, six legs, two <laughs> pairs of wings, so I may fly my thorax and my abdomen. And this is what I look like. Oh, uh, and then and there was uh, dirt oh. made my lunch, which is kind of like what we're doing today. Oh, dirt made my lunch. Uh, okay, sing it. Dirt made my lunch. Dirt made my lunch. Thank you, Dirt. Thanks a bunch for my apple, my sandwich, my milk, and my munch. Dirt made my lunch. And then and then the second verse is lunch made my dirt. Oh, lunch yes, I made love my this. dirt. Lunch made my dirt. Birds and worms on my apple core squirt. Oh. <laughs> that's, not, that's not right. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't remember songs at all, but... No, I'm so happy with the This Is What I Look Like song. Oh, that, that insect song is one of the catchiest songs ever. Like, as soon as Iris came home and sang it the first time, I was like, well, now this is going to be stuck in my head till I die. Uh, I've never heard a song before that uses the phrase compound eyes know, or even right? the word thorax. There should be, like, you know, Brian Adams should sing a ballad about, with comp- about like, looking I got my into- first real compound eyes. <laughs> bought it at the... Got my first real six string. Look into your compound eyes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is rhyme summer of 69 with compound eyes. <laughs> okay, wait, we've still, you, got, yeah, we've still got two minutes oh, till the biscuits geez. and gravy's ready. And is, is it going to be good? Oh, my God. Matthew, hold up. What? Did you know that these foods have an incredibly long shelf life? I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're freeze-dried. Well, yeah. So the Chili Mac is best by February 2049. Wow. Right? Uh, that, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before either. So do you that have- was, That was just like, that was as high as the, as the labeler would go. Do you have a, um, do you have a, like a go bag? No. This is something we know we should do, but like it's too scary to actually do it. Yeah, um, we have we a have life insurance. Oh, that's going to help a lot when the big one comes. 
Well, I mean, it might. Maybe. Anyway, um, if you're alive to redeem the life insurance. Well, I mean, right, if one of us is. Or, or like, the state of Washington, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so I'm kind of now thinking, you know, you're supposed to buy all these different types of, like, non-perishable food for your go bag. Now you're thinking we should have bought all of them because... I'm kind of thinking that, like, I need to just spend a lot more money than I thought I was going to and buy all freeze-dried foods because, you know, like, as it is when I buy these non-perishables, like granola bars or whatever, they expire in, like, two years, and then I have to buy new ones. Is there a way to buy this stuff in, like, industrial quantities? Like, can you get a A 50-pound sack? A bucket. A bucket of Mac. Chili Mac. Uh, I'm sure you can. A Mac sack. No, I'm can really get, now I'm really thinking about Mac this sack. because you figure if if every two years I've got to buy another like eight pack of Nature's Valley granola bars, like why not instead buy like one thing of freeze dried food? Well, and also Nature Valley should be like jumping on this and having like a a you know survive a go bag granola bar subscription service. Yeah, where they where like they charge your card and send you more granola bars every couple of years and you throw out the old ones. I mean, I guess a granola bar doesn't you know you don't have to reconstitute it so you that's can just true. eat it. So yeah, that's and different. also like like oh, I mean oh the timer. What is really going to happen if you eat a granola bar that's a couple of years past date? You know, um, yesterday I got stuck in traffic after dropping June off from. Camp and I had an appointment to get to, and I hadn't had time to like make myself a proper breakfast. And I was planning to stop and get a bagel, but I didn't have time for that either. So I ate a um, I ate a kind bar mm-hmm. that I had been given at some like street fair or something sure. from some booth. Yeah, you get a lot of bars on the street. Yeah, you do. Right? Get a lot of bars on the street. <laughs> anyway, that I had put it in my glove compartment for a rainy day. It expired in December of last year. Okay, and that's I, not very I, long ago. I ate it the other morning and it was fine. Oh, great! So you ate you ate a, a like a dried granola bar that was a couple months past was, date and you survived. It was eight months. <laughs> like like past I said, date. this episode is all about pushing the boundaries. <laughs> Okay, let's let's biscuit. So the the oh, uh, the guy at REI, the cashier, told us that uh, what he liked about this biscuits and gravy was that the the bread retains some like crunchy bread texture. I don't. I'm skeptical. I am terrified. This one really grosses me out. Hmm. I don't want to. Mm. Oh God! It looks so. I don't want to look at it, but it's not bad. Oh yeah, it smells pretty good. It even smells kind of buttermilky. Yeah. Mm. And many of our favorite foods have buttermilk powder, like you Cool know Ranch what? Doritos. I would be pumped to eat this in the morning after crawling out of my tent and putting on my mosquito head net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. But surprisingly, like this stuff is better than you would think. It's better than I would think. But you don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it, God, and this... I don't think I need any more of it. It looks terrible. Wait, we need to get a picture into the bag. I'm pretty happy with this, though. I mean, imagine it with like... Hot black coffee. Again, you're outside. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Why aren't we? I mean, out- the, the premise. The premise. If you're starting with the premise that I'm outside, like <laughs> the the rest, the the predicate doesn't really hold. But you don't really. What What do you have against the outdoors, Matthew? Uh, that is where the bugs live. <laughs> That's where the sun lives. No, you also have marmorated stink bugs in your house occasionally, mm-hmm. but I mean those don't bite. Okay, that's true. So um, the the outdoors is a good place to get injured, I guess. Oh my is one god! Thing. Haven't you sustained like 
sex related injuries or things that happen inside? <laughs> number I once, one, I once no, stretched my I've leg never, too I've far. I've never <laughs> sustained sex related injuries. I don't know if I should be proud of that or not, but try like, harder. I guess try harder. But but like that, you could also sustain a sex. I, I think you could get a worse sex injury outdoors than indoors on average. That's true. You know, I remember this from eating it in the wild. Um, the, this is the chili mac with beef. Um, it's much more watery than you would think. So now imagine, again, you're outside. Mm-hmm. And also the outdoors is like far away. Yeah. Okay, what do you think this about is, this? It's pretty good. I think yeah. this needs salt. Mm-hmm. That was my feeling when I ate it outside. Um, yeah, and if they put in more salt, then it would be good to like 2069. But what I want to know, so can can so you know on this show intentionally, it's pretty good. We never talk about um, about downers like nutrition. But can I just say that if you're outside and you're backpacking, mm-hmm. or even if you're just outside, like I, I just feel hungrier outside. Like as soon as you step out the door, <laughs> pretty much. I'm gonna leave your your apartment here in mm-hmm. a second. I'm gonna be starving the minute I walk out the door. <laughs> like you walk out the door, you see see your neighbor le- leaving for work with their lunch. You just go snatch it and start snacking. No, but seriously, uh, okay, so this Chili Mac, mm-hmm. per yep. serving, so this is per person, because one of these pouches is like two servings, 230 calories. That is not a meal. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think probably really the intention is for one person to eat the pouch, but that's still not a lot. I think this is for one person. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think right. I think like in if in an exercise context, but yes. then why do they say two point five servings? It's probably it's probably a rule about like what you can and can't consider a serving size. But I don't know. Um, okay, yeah. So so what do you think of the chili mac? I think it's pretty good. Are we having this for lunch today? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the beef that has a funny spongy texture? Yeah, and you're right about the mess thing. Like, like you could dribble this all over the ground and not I, even notice because it's because it's dirt colored. But like now I'm dribbling it all over my table and I do notice. Yeah. Matthew, what what other things do you think, like lightweight foods, would you want to put in your pack and take out into the wilderness, hypothetically? Wow. That's a good question. Like what are, do I, can I mean I, chips? Chips are I, a lightweight food. How about, how about potato can, chips? Can, no. But they take up a lot of space. Your pack is really full. So uh. like you need things that pack down. Can I give you some hints? Okay. So uh, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed instant oatmeal. Oh, sure. I like instant oatmeal. Uh, Even soup mix, like something that is like salty and flavorful, like a Lipton soup mix. That was delicious. Um, But I feel like Lipton soup mix also like has almost no calories. But if you wanted like something warm, like because it was cold out there, too, even though it was late June. If you wanted something warm with flavor... Packets of peanut butter, like I, uh, you know yes. how like these days they make like a lot of like squeeze packets of peanut butter. I'm always like, what do I do with these? Yeah. Well, you take them backpacking. Okay, I like that because um, yeah, I'll, I'll eat peanut butter anytime. Ah, uh, you know what? Um, that Starbucks Via instant coffee. Oh yeah, totally it not like real bad. Coffee. It's really not bad. Um, yeah, chili back with beef. Like I'm going back for more. Like right? I'm not. I'm not it's, going back for more of the biscuits. It's and gravy. pretty good. Um, so before we we left, Ash's friend Dina was like. I usually bring an apple a day as a treat because an apple like takes up quite a bit of space and needs refrigeration. Dina, Dina sounds like fun. Dina is a wild one. An we apple also, needs refrigeration. We also brought some carrots for a treat because mm-hmm. well, you 
once you're out there, like you're eating a lot of just like dried stuff. The other day, for no reason, a memory popped into my head and it was of you giving me um, salted carrot sticks during the boxed lunch episode. That oh. we did live at Town Hall in Seattle, I didn't even and it was like that. these like sweaty, moist carrot sticks. Yeah, that's how they got to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But well seasoned. Yeah, yeah. We're almost. We're almost. It's almost time for uh, Thai curry, but not quite. Okay. Hey, what do do? Do you want to pause and we'll fix the sticky rice and the yeah? The let's do that. Creme brulee. You need to read the instructions though. Yes. Okay. For both of these, it's remove and discard enclosed oxygen absorber. No, no, wait, but wait. Hold on. Read the thing on the front, the description. Oh, creme brulee. Oh, hold on. This is the Chiang Mai beef curry. Oh, great. Wait, I set a timer for that, too. Oh. No, this is good. Teamwork. Uh, uh, th- that's what backpacking is okay. all about, man. Oh, yeah. Like, you uh, you go on belay and belay <laughs> on and stuff. And, like, you have, you like, you, you, you hook your carabiners together. And that's how you have backpacking sex, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's how you get to the inner enchantments. Our chef's sweet and satisfying twist on a classic French dessert, complete with a burnt sugar topping. No torch required. Just add cold water. (laughs) That's creme brulee. Mm -hmm. Whoa. This one says beat briskly for two minutes. Whoa. Uh, And then we've also got mango sticky rice. A sweet Thai delight with mango, coconut, and black sesame seeds makes a fantastic breakfast or dessert. Okay. Great. I, this they... one uses boiling water. Okay, okay. so so we're gonna we're gonna mix up some. Well, wait, are we gonna eat? let's let's eat the curry? Yeah, no, let's... let's mix up some more stuff. Okay, let's and... mix up anything that needs to sit for a yeah. while. Okay, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Ugh, I'm not feeling this Chiang Mai coconut curry with beef. It's like a lot of. It's pretty dry. It's just like a lot of ch- chunks of vegetables. Backpackers Pantry Chiang Mai Coconut Curry with Beef. Matthew, come weigh in on this. I, this is just not coming together for me. No. Nope. It's bad, right? Very bad. What is up with that? This is like what I was afraid this stuff was going to be like. Okay. I'm stirring up the mango sticky rice. I'm stirring up the mango sticky rice. Yeah. The, um, oh, I didn't set a timer for the creme brulee. The bad curry, I would say, like, it, it tastes like a lot of, like, too much uh, dried spices, uh, way undersalted, uh, and just, like, stale. It's gross. Yeah. I'm going to eat some more chili mac. Yeah, and that's too bad because I feel like that's something that could, in principle, be done well. You know, I have to say the The, the chili mac is very tasty. The good-to-go brand Thai curry that was very spicy was delicious and very well-balanced, I remember thinking. I might have I might have been under the influence. Mm-hmm. But like the little beefy chunks in this chili mac taste like real little beefy chunks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like Mountain House in general has pretty good stuff. I mean, so far we're two two for two. Mm. That's true. Do you do you have a Mountain House? <laughs> no. Do you? No, not yet. I want a Mountain House, but in the city. I want there to be like a mountain in the middle of town that people are not allowed to like there's you know rumors about like what happens if you go up the mountain without permission and i am the the weirdo that lives at the top of the mountain this that everyone's so- afraid of this sounds like every children's story yeah. it also sounds mm-hmm. a little bit like wildwood did you read wildwood uh was that the one by it takes place like in like a portland type place it, well there's a wood is it the one written by the guy from the decemberists mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i have not Mm-hmm. But I'm familiar with the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, I want to be the guy for the Decemberist is what I'm saying. Okay. Matthew, I'm, I'm bored. When are these things going to be ready? <laughs> um, well, in six minutes, we can enjoy some creme brulee. I've got a little sugar packet that I'm going to sprinkle on it. Oh. 
But see, that's like when you're backpacking, you've got nothing but time, right? You have nothing but time. So. Um, I think that is one thing that's also liberating about it. Like you can't, and this goes for most outdoor things, but when you're backpacking, like, you know, your phone's going to run out of power. You want to conserve your power Mm -hmm. in case you need it for emergency purposes. You yeah, you don't want to have to send up an emergency beacon. That's true. You don't want. I mean, we don't have carrier pigeons anymore. Nope. So, did you bring signal flares? We did not. It's probably we, not legal. We had some bear bells. Like is like, that like to drive had, off bears? Well, or? we just had like bells on our packs and stuff, so that toes? you make you make noise. <laughs> we let, let's see. I what? feel like I don't know anything about bears. Let me preface this, but like <laughs> I don't want to make no, more noise to let the bears know like where the snack is. Well, but they don't want to. They don't want to be near you. Okay. Um, have you? Are they more afraid of me than I am of them? Yeah. I don't think they are. Matthew, have do you ever see coyotes in your neighborhood? Uh, no. I have. Coy- I, I know. I know. We have urban coyotes. I see. Tons of bunnies. Oh, really? Yes. I see a lot of raccoons, like extremely large raccoons. And we also have a family, maybe even a couple of neighborhood coyotes. And they use our street as like a thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. So it like is. Like to go to work? <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> it's a regular old coyote arterial. Do you, do you collect a toll? <laughs> <laughs> um, they are like strikingly beautiful. It's really. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I thought of them as like, like kind of skinny, ugly dogs. Um, I mean, they are skinny, but mm-hmm. they've got these big ears. I mean, they look like a wild dog. Okay. Like you, you might like look out. A, the first time I ever saw one, I was washing dishes. You're going to try sink. and tame a coyote. I can see no, it in your eyes. No, I'm not. I'm not. In fact, I was. That's just... exactly what you would say right before. You have a coyote like in your yard. <laughs> I just yelled at Ash actually last week because they were like, "Come out and look at this coyote!" And then they were like, oh, "Here," like calling to the coyote, and I was like, "Ash." That is exactly what you don't do. This right. is a wild animal. Do not call it near you. Just mm-hmm. enjoy it from afar. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the first time I saw one, I was washing dishes at my kitchen sink, and I saw one walking up the street, and I thought that it was like just somebody's dog. Oh, and then you, and did then you have I was like, like a sudden moment of oh, realization? because the ears stick up, and the ears are quite large for the head, and they have this face like a coyote. It, they're so cool. They're beautiful. I keep going back for more Chili Mac. I know. The Chili Mac is like... It's very tasty. Right? So put it in your go bag, man. It's it's like as good or better than canned Chili Mac. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. I think it's it's more than fine. All right. We've still got three minutes till creme brulee. I think you'd feel the same way about the lasagna. I think probably. Yeah. I don't know like why it started recently, but uh, we... I mean, I guess, I guess like I don't need to explain to people that, that like a lot of rabbits can show up because like that's what rabbits are best known for but it's funny like like every day i see rabbits hopping around in my neighborhood and it's cute and also probably causing some kind of problem ecosystem wise yeah i never see rabbits in my neighborhood we need some coyotes to take care of the rabbit problem have i talked at all about my my moles Uh, no not on my body although i do have some moles Mm -hmm. no um our like front yard I had like a rash of of mole hills this spring. They were like out of control. I, every morning I would come huh. out and like the moles had been partying out there. There would be like substantial mountains of freshly dug dirt in the front yard. Did you ever see the moles themselves? No, never saw them. And I did a whole bunch of reading on like how to get rid of moles. And basically everything I read was like, 
these moles are never going away. So just get comfortable with their presence. Okay. And I was like, okay, moles. That's good advice for a lot of things. Like, moles, you win. If you want to eat the roots of my plants, go for it. I can't stop you, apparently. Could, could you train them to eat just that weed that was taking over your God, I neighborhood? Wish, I wish. I mean, that's why I'm so attentive to my front yard, because mm-hmm. I you know, I had my crazy weed. And also, that's where you're going to keep your pet coyote, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, See? Got, oh, no, you trapped me. <laughs> coyote oh, entrapment. <laughs> Matthew, I am like, I, I realize talking to my friends who you know, are, are employed in normal ways, Mm -hmm. like not like podcasting and writing books, um, that I'm absolutely not qualified to do anything now. I got a job. I know you got a job. No, we haven't told our listeners yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think, I, I don't know if our listeners are going to be happy because like, what if it interferes with the show? No, it won't. It won't. It won't. Because uh, it's it's remote. I'm doing I'm doing customer support for an online budgeting software company. Can we say what it is? Yes, it's Wineab. It's youneedabudget.com. This which is I not love. not a paid ad. I'm just like telling you folks about my new job. Matthew and I both use Wineab, and uh, I think Wineab. I, I don't know should sponsor the show, but Matthew now works for them. <laughs> right, so they're not going. to. So they're not going to. Oh well. Okay, the creme brulee has been sitting in its cold water bath. Just like every creme brulee. That's right. And now you're going to sprinkle this sugar over? Mm-hmm. And is the sugar going to dissolve in, in cold water? No, I think it's going to be crunchy. God, I don't feel great about this. What does that look like, Matthew? Is it, it just looks, look like vanilla It looks pudding? like cream of wheat. Ugh. Pretty good. Really? I'm mm-hmm. scared of the texture. Like, is it something I would eat at home? No. But like, if I was outdoors and, and someone was like, this is dessert, I'd be like, yeah, bring it on. Oh, yeah. I would totally eat this outside. Mm-hmm. I would eat this in the outer or inner enchantment. Yeah, I mean, it it, it tastes like sweet cream of wheat, kind of. Mm, it tastes like pudding. Yeah. It's pudding. Which is which is just sweet cream of wheat. Yeah, it feels like it would really push the right buttons for me if I were tired, up. tired and dirty. I can get tired and dirty at home. <laughs> wow. Wait, is it time for the other thing yet? <laughs> no, still another five minutes. Can we just pause Jesus. the show and go use the bathroom okay. or something? We are back with mango and sticky rice. You go first, man. Okay. You go first. Okay. I feel like this stuff is continuing to expand in my stomach. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm just feeling fuller by the second. But then again, that chili mac, mm. I did eat quite a bit of it. Is that looking rough? It's looking rough. It does not look creamy or sticky or... No, I don't like it. I don't think I want to eat it. Do I have to? <laughs> Let me smell it. Ooh, it smells weird. It smells like... um. The rice isn't sticky, for one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll try it. Unsuccessful. I'm going back to this creme brulee, which I like a lot. Okay. Oh, this is weird. I mean, it, t- it tastes like kind of wet, undercooked rice. Yeah. But we so, followed the directions. What I did after dinner sweets uh-huh. was- um, You found some, some rocks? Um, we took a couple bars of chocolate, and I took a flask of rye. Oh, and I drank straight out of the flask, and that made me feel like I was living. So, so basically, this was a real like m- like mind altering experience. It was. It was. Uh, don't I seem different? It was a year ago. Do you remember what you, I was like before that? 
I don't remember what you were like last week. <laughs> me neither. I, me neither. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll we'll see you up in the mountains. Yeah, guys. We'll see you out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us online. You can find us up in the mountains at spilledmilkpodcast.com. I am still finding the texture of that weird rice in my teeth. Mm-hmm. The, um, you're still finding it from when you from when you tasted it one minute 20 ago. Seconds ago. Hold on. Okay, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast where yeah. you can I don't know, you know, like I know our listeners are gonna know way more about backpacking yeah. than we do. And and this frankly is not the the venue to come to for information about backpacking or anything else. But but here we all are anyway. <laughs> You, me, your new pet coyote. <laughs> that rice that's still in your teeth. This rice that's going to be in our teeth always. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening to... Oh, our our producer is Abby Circatella. Yeah, and she really worked for it on this episode. Yeah. Uh, and Instagram, at Spilled Milk Podcast. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to the show. And thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Our expiration date is... <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Anyway, but yeah, they so easy does it, Matthew. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.